Hi everyone, welcome to Huddle Home Office. I'm Mark Legier. Jason Gallant and Milan Terrio had dream jobs for those of us who have been mostly cooped up during the pandemic. Over the course of three months, they traveled the province promoting small businesses and organizations in 104 communities as part of Love for Local New Brunswick's Electric Summer Social Tour. Huddle was a media partner for the tour, and that doesn't mean I got to go along for the ride, but it did mean I could connect with them on the road and live vicariously through their adventures. On this special edition of Home Office, I caught up with them at the end of their trip after they'd returned home to their families. Morning, Milan. Morning, Jason. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this, is, this is bittersweet for me because this is our, I always look forward to our chats and I know that this is our last one. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm good. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Yeah. So where, where are you, Jason? I'm at home. At home. Can you imagine that? After three know. months? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where is home, Jason? I, we've had this, these chats now for about three months, and uh, I've always been talking to you guys on the road. But So where, where do you live? Where are you? Uh, I'm not going to give you my ad. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I live in, in Moncton. So I, I grew up in the like Grand Dig area, so like Shidiac River, Shidiac. Uh, but now I've moved to Moncton with my family like probably 20 years ago. And so are they happy to have you home? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, with, with, uh, we have, I have two kids, so they're 11 and 16. And uh, as of like September, they had all like their dance stuff starts, their cheer and, and the, all the after school stuff and getting kids to school. So my wife was happy to have a break for all the <laughs> taxi driving and, and uh, lunch making and all that stuff. So it's, uh, I think she's pretty happy that I'm home. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm just going away for the first time in a long time for work next week, and and the kids aren't happy about it. So I can just imagine uh, being, you know, more or less gone for for three months, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's one of the probably the hardest part of this trip was is was being away from the family, um, and also in the fact that I there was so many times during the trip I wish they were there with me. There's so many times that I saw stuff. I go, "Oh my God, my oldest daughter would love this," or my youngest daughter would 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 have so much fun here, or my wife would love this stuff or this store. Um, so that that was hard for sure. Yeah. I know when I uh, first learned about this project and and they were going to hire you know for your positions to bring you in to do this tour. I remember thinking at the time. Um, that what, what an ideal thing for, you know, uh, you know, 22, 20 year old in the middle of university footloose and fancy free in the summer. And, 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 and both of you have, it turned out to be something very different from how I'd seen it. It turned out to be two of you with, uh, much more experience. Uh, I won't say older cause I don't want to do that to the three of us, <laughs> but, but for, it's so a big deal for you, Jason, jumping out. Uh, onto the road, leaving the family at home, and uh, you know, a lot of fun because I mean, a lot of parents might actually envy your situation. <laughs> Not saying that I did, you know. I mean, I love being home with my family here. About four days, I'm like, oh, it's kind of nice to just have like, some, my own time. But then I was like, ah, I really miss those people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about me? You, Milan? Where Where are you now? Where am I finding you? Home for me is in Kakit. So I can see the ocean from here. I'm pretty happy to be back home too. Uh, 
and pretty much the same as Jason a little bit. Uh, I do have a boyfriend for the past five years and we, he has two kids also. So we live in, in seven now. And yeah, so it was kind of weird not being with them in the summertime and we love road tripping together and everything. So it's kind of, you know, like Jason was saying, we were going places. I'm like, oh man, this and this and this, I have to come back here and here and here because mm-hmm. yeah, so many places are cool with the family or not, but yeah. But at the same time, it, it went like really quickly. I, I feel like, I don't know, it's mixed feelings. It's like it took five years <laughs> on the road to do this tour, but at the same time, it feels like two weeks. So <laughs> I feel like the, the last two weeks that we've been off is just as long as the whole summer. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> I can't believe it's only been two weeks. I know. It feels like six months. <laughs> You're going to want to get back on the road. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah, for sure. On my part, I need it. I need that in my life. I I can't stay put very long, like at the same place and yeah. behind a desk with a computer and all. It's I I better be talking with people and meeting people and being on the road. I love that. So, so what are your lives now? Where are they going to look like uh, settling back into uh, your communities? Well, actually, on my part, um, there's still a lot gonna that's going to be moving with the gang of the tour. So I'm going to be back in Moncton once a week to still work on some projects with them. And there's probably other tours that are going to happen. So yeah, for now, it's like a two week, uh, just calming everything down and uh, eating a little bit less restaurant and uh, (laughs) drinking more water. (laughs) But a lot is coming up, so yeah, we're not we're we're not totally out of it now. Like it's just a break, so really excited <laughs> about that too. Well, I know that we're going to sort of dig into some of your memories from the last month and some of your reflections. But it it makes but a question that jumps to my mind is uh, for both of you when you came home, what was your what was your go to home cooked meal? Like what what were you looking most forward to to eating? That's a tough question for nine o'clock in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, it was for like I, I, my passion is cooking, and and I, I love cooking for the family. Um, so I, it was any meal that was made in the house was was great. Having a salad was was delicious. <laughs> Vegetables are amazing. <laughs> that was the highlight, I think, having a vegetable, because <laughs> like if. Whether you like it or not, when, when you're on these trips and you want to visit these restaurants, they're all amazing. Um, but most of the, I would say 80% of the towns that we visit are, are smaller towns. So they don't have the the nice big restaurants. So they're really focused on small takeouts, which is fun <laughs> for the first couple of weeks. But, but after that, it's kind of like, oh, here we go. Another poutine, <laughs> another burger. Uh, and they're all delicious, which is which is great. But it was nice to come home and enjoy a salad and a vegetable. <laughs> it sounds like my, my son would have loved your, uh, your trip. <laughs> Poutine and burgers every day. That sounds fine to me, he says. And yeah. ice cream too. And yeah. ice cream. Balancing with the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same for me because it's the time of the year where... You know, my garden did pretty well, even though I was not here. <laughs> it grew, had carrots, potatoes, uh, broccoli and everything. So, yeah, like 
every harvest uh, vegetable because it's like the season right now is so good to eat. And uh, so, yeah, I cooked a little bit myself also. Um, yeah, so good vegetable. New Brunswick has great vegetables. <laughs> no, I know. And even we, we live in this city in uptown St. John, but we still have some really good container beds uh, out front that my uh, my wife tends all summer. And yeah, so we're also cooking from vegetables pulled out of that garden. And we, we all have to appreciate that, right? Because it's, it's oh, yeah. pretty awesome in the fall to be putting together dishes with fresh carrots and zucchini. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so on, on the trip itself, so you're off the road now for a couple of weeks. Um, as you reflect on it, what are, especially starting with the last month, what are some of the, the highlights for you that stand out? In the last month, <clears throat> I'm trying to think the last time we spoke, I think it was the end of October. No, what day, what day is it? No, we're October right now. Yeah, it was actually near the end of, it was actually near the end of September. So it was coming into the last week or two of your tour. Yeah, I think after that we went up. We did Florenceville after that. Oh yeah, we did Florenceville, thing which is the French fry capital of the world. That's that's amazing of the world. It's beautiful there too. I've I'd never been to Florenceville. Uh, another one of those beautiful towns on St. John River. Um, just and, and we're there as as the leaves are turning. <clears throat> just just an incredible view. Uh, we went to a nice cafe in the morning. I can't remember the name right now, but it was delicious. It was so good. We made a reservation to go back at night. <laughs> yeah. And we ate there twice. Uh, it was good. And then it was a couple other towns down on that St. John River that are just so I think Perth Andover was another one, which was nice. <laughs> There's a song about Perth Andover, you found out. <laughs> uh, can yes. I get you to sing it? <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> we sing it too much. We sing it too much. <laughs> We're retired for, of that song now. We can't sing when it we, anymore. Because every day of the trip, so if you're, if you guys, if anybody follows the Love for Local that we'll see on Facebook, you can actually go and see every day that we were in a town. We did a full post of that of that town, village, or city. And when we did the one for Perth Andover, where somebody had put a YouTube video. So if you want some some good content and you're bored today, go check out the Perth Andover songs that are in. There's the two. There's two. There's a part, part one and part two. Part one and part two. <laughs> part one, part two. <laughs> and for myself also, Florenceville was, whoa, like eye-opening for me. I never went there before. It's the world of potatoes and there's so many trucks of potatoes. Did you, did you know that all McDonald's fries are from New Brunswick? Like all Canada potatoes in every McDonald's are from New Brunswick. <clears throat> Like, yeah, I mean, it's, know it's from McCain, but I mean, I didn't know like how big it was like an impact on over the country. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you really have this, you know, global potato empire out of Florenceville, right? Like, as they, yes. the, the export reach uh, for those products is pretty, is pretty large, right? We tend to think of how much oil leaves here because the oil refinery, but uh, potatoes is, is another huge one, especially in the form of fries. Yes. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> amazed of how many potato trucks there there is in New Brunswick, right? So because I'm from the Acadian Peninsula, I see like it's it's all about fishery, like like boats on the water and all. So you know, it was kind of cool to see the other side of New Brunswick with equally big but with the potato world. So yeah, 
pretty cool. Yeah, no, and it is. I mean, it's pretty incredible, Milan, in that way because we all look out our own back doors and see and see the the little economies that are there. So if you're up north, you're looking out and you're seeing on the shore and you're seeing you know the fishery. If you're in Florenceville, you're seeing potatoes. And yeah. if I look out my window now, I see the, see the Irving Oil Refinery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds. It's quite a pretty city. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> but the refinery is part of the landscape. <laughs> Where did you where did you finish the trip? Well, I was just going to say the other beautiful spot that we we saw was Lake Baker, which was another beautiful spot to be in uh, during the fall with the leaf changing. Um, so Lake Baker is just past Edmonston, kind of in the in the tail of New Brunswick, that top part on the west yeah. coast of New Brunswick. Uh, it's a beautiful lake, and I can only imagine during the, during the summer with boats and people out in the water. It must be it must be amazing, but. Uh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous spot. So that was our last spot. We took pictures of ourselves with the little love for local <laughs> signs. Uh, that was kind of our our ending to the whole trip. Yeah. Tell me how you 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 felt. Like, what was the 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 moment really where where you left the road? Where were you? And and tell me about tell me about that. Well, yeah, we finished in Lake Baker on a beautiful sunny day. It was like all perfect, like the blue sky. And then the lake is like seven kilometers long. It's huge. Um, I will go back there. It's beautiful. And I was, I, I didn't want to finish. Like, <laughs> I feel like in a movie, right? You're like, every day is new. You meet new people. You eat new food. You see different things every day. So, yeah, it was kind of a nostalgic, like, the last drive. But then when I hit the shore here and then I see the water, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm home now. <laughs> it's a good feeling now. <laughs> but it's a lot of emotions, right? I mean, it's the first time for me to get on that kind of road trip for so long, being away from the people you love, but at the same time having so much fun and then, like, yeah, but it's all all great. How about you, Jason? How did how did you feel when you were leaving the road? It, it's same 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 feeling. It was a bittersweet. Uh, it was sad that the trip was done. It was just as Milan said, it's, it's good to be back back home and having that drive home was 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 nice. And it was weird the days after because for a hundred and four days, every time I saw a rock or a tree, I was taking pictures of it, and I didn't have to do that anymore. So if I saw the sign for Moncton, I didn't have to take a picture of it. I didn't have to take a picture of my food that day. <laughs> it was an adjunct- I would take, we, we, we take probably about a hundred pictures and videos Oof. a day for every city. So it was, that was an adjustment, a weird adjustment. <laughs> your, your, your family would think it was quite odd as you sat down at the dinner table, snapping pictures of your food. <laughs> well, the food. Posting to Instagram. Well, that I, I I do have an Instagram account that I post. So they're used to the food pictures quite a bit, <laughs> but taking pictures of a tree or a rock would be weird for them for sure. <laughs> Less army tanks. Also, I went, I passed by army tanks, and I'm like, usually we always take pictures of army tanks. Like there, there, there's a lot in New Brunswick in parks and all. So you know, every time we saw one, we just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stop yesterday when there was one. That was weird. Now, when you when you look back over this, I mean, I know you don't you don't like to pick favorites because you you traveled the province. Um, but what were some of the things for you that that stood out? Places that you hadn't been before, you know, as as New Brunswickers that you'd want to return to. Um, kind of re- re- reflections on things like that. 
Um, so the, the one part of New Brunswick that I haven't been to before was like on the Restigouche, Restigouche, Restigouche. We oui. saying it right. It's my French new land. It's coming out. My You're Restigouche. good. <laughs> <laughs> so like Campbellton, Dalhousie, uh, Tidehead, all those uh, those little towns along the, the Restigouche River. Um, I had never been to, and it's absolutely beautiful there because you can see the, all the mountains of uh, like the Gaspésie and, and Quebec, uh, and the people there are incredible. Um, Dalhousie, I don't want to pick favorites, but w- as far as the day was concerned, it was one of my favorite days um, going to Dalhousie just because of how excited and how much they wanted and needed us to be there to help promote their town. Um, they really rolled out the red carpet uh, for us, having the mayor visit us and having two ch- chaperones for the day take us to every local, like inch of the of, of the city, so that we could help promote it. Um, it's still, I think, probably one of the most shared posts uh, on the Love for Local page uh, on my side, because um, everybody in the town was so happy that we visited them and that we we shone a, shone a spotlight on them. So that was that was one of the good days for sure. Yeah, I mean, we know because we all have about our own communities, we all know their special things, right? That we always want to to show to outsiders, big towns and small towns and, and cities. So to have you come through like that, there must have been a lot of people that appreciated that, right? For sure. And when I the best was when you see people comment going, I've lived here for mm. X number of years and I had no idea that store was there. I had no idea. Uh, Dalhousie has their own hole in the wall. It's a, it's a, you have to go over these rocks and there's this formation on the waterbed where it's like this hole. And if, if it's, you have to be super local and know the spot, but just people that just never even knew that those places existed in their own city, mm-hmm. so have people discover places uh, was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. How about you, Milan? What stands out? I think the first thing that comes to mind are the islands, which were, I never went like the Campobello Island, Deer Island, and there's another one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Those islands I've never been to, and I was so happy that because of COVID, we had to take the ferries to go. And as we said before, if you want to go on those islands, just take the ferry. It's such a beautiful drive. And then you get to meet the people on the ferry at the same time. Or, you, you know, you can just stay in your car and not talk to anybody. But I have to get out of my car and talk to the, boat, to the to the to anybody that's on that boat. And, I mean, the scenery is just so beautiful. And you completely disconnect from the world when you're there. Like, I totally forget that we were in New Brunswick. That's the thing. It happened to me so many times during that trip. And those islands were one of them. Like, you feel like a completely other place. And the people are so nice. And they have everything you need. Like, great food, great cafes, a lot of things to visit. So, anyway, I'm, another place I'm going to go back. Those islands are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. For the whole family, for a solo trip, for uh, even a weekend getaway. I mean, yeah, I love it. Islands. What are some of the things that you would tell New Brunswickers now? I mean, you when you went into this trip, you must have had certain preconceptions on how it was going to go and what you were going to experience. Coming out the other end of this, what would you what do you want to say to other New Brunswickers about the time that you had and the things that you learned? 
I think on my part, it's just like weekend getaways. Like you can do a year of weekend getaways in New Brunswick, really. Like we were on the road for 104 days in our province and we didn't even see everything. Like people see me and they're like, oh, you know everything about New Brunswick now when you've seen it all. And I'm like, actually, no. Like we've been to all the communities, but some of those you know, like places we could have stayed three, four, five, one week and not see everything that was going there. So, I mean, yeah, so it's it's a lot closer to home. If you want to do a you know, weekend getaway all year round, there's always going to be something to do in, in the province somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. no need to go, like, super far. Like, yeah. And I'm even, like, I can't wait to get on the road again to explore more because even though we did that, there's so much more still to see. Yeah. It, it reminds me, Len, if it's going to sound like a bit of a crazy analogy, but my wife and I lived in Ghana, West Africa for eight months uh, back in 2007, I'm going to say, I think. And uh, what the way we lived is we were working jobs uh, the whole time. But Ghana was a fairly, it's not small geographically, but it was, you could get to a lot of places, kind of like New Brunswick, where you could leave on a Friday afternoon to go somewhere and come back Sunday. And that's how we lived for eight months. We would, we had all, we, when we look, revisit memories of that time in Ghana, we think of the little weekend trips that we took. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why I mentioned that and the very strong memories is we do we are able to actually explore New Brunswick in the way that you're talking about it, right? You really can kind of sneak away from wherever you live in New Brunswick, go two hours away and have this great experience that you, you had. I mean, we tend to think of you guys as being on the road for 33 months and roaming everywhere, but you could probably write a, a guidebook on great places within two hours of your hometown. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How how about you, Jason, when you reflect back on what you learned from this and what you would tell New Brunswickers about experiencing their home province? Um, I think people got to, you'd have to stop, you got to start looking at the province in the eyes of it, like you got to start looking at it with the eyes of a tourist and stop looking at it as, as your back, your backyard and it's boring and you have to be in PEI or Nova Scotia or Ontario, Quebec, to have a vacation. This province is beautiful. It is beautiful. And if you just open your eyes and kind of look at, at what's around um, every little town, I mean, within two hours of anywhere in the province, you can be on a beach. Uh, and there are gorgeous beaches and some of the nicest in, in Canada, I'm sure. Um, and and yeah, it's it's just stop having these notions of of thinking that New Brunswick, like everywhere else is better than New Brunswick. It, it's not. We, we've seen every inch of this province and I, I, I fell in love with New Brunswick. I mean, all over again, just, just visiting on this trip. And I think another thing that's very important that we forget is to speak to people, right? Sometimes we went to places and, you know, we Googled it, we, we looked at it, but we didn't know what there was to do and then we went to the cafe or to the restaurant to eat in the morning then you know you just ask hey we're here for the day what's going on and then we have our whole day planned on the locals at the restaurant or by the server at the restaurant or you know like the locals know what's going on in their little places but if you're not from there you don't know and it's not 
probably going to be on Google or in a book or whatever. So, you know, just open up, talk to people like just, hey, we're here. We're going to be here for a couple of hours. Do you have something, you know, we can do or we can go or and people are so happy to talk about their places. Right. Because everybody's part of their places. So it's just to be, you know, to be open and talk to the locals to mm. know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I know. It's funny because I know uh, we sort of greet a lot of cruise ships in St. John on uh, when in ordinary times. Obviously, uh, the ships won't return here until next year. But uh, I'm always so interested as as a local because I'm constantly being stopped by people who uh, want to know what coffee shop to go to, uh, where to go for a good walk, um, where's the best restaurant, because they, they don't want to just trust the you know the guidebooks per se right i mean they're not guidebooks now because we're in a digital age but right. uh locals also appreciate you showing that interest right oh for sure they loved we hadn't met anybody that was like uh, like everyone was super excited to talk about what their town or their city had and where to go they and always just extremely happy to talk about it yeah, it, not not putting you on the spot for for names or anything like that. But are, when you thinking about the people you met, because we do think about a lot in terms of the experiences and and the sites and the restaurants and the bars and the ice cream, of course. Um, are there people that you met along the way that stand out for you? Conversations that you had, you know, not even thinking of specific details or 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 names or anything like that. Just because we all cast back in our minds and think, oh yeah, that great chat that I had, you know, and there's a couple for me i don't know milan if, if you have any i i think we're probably going to say the same one i don't know <laughs> i think it was for there was one was in the uh was it grand falls the dairy delight i think was the lady uh, that had the ice cream store for over 40 years and was a, has been working alone during covid because she can't hire anybody and she was it was just kind of fade. She woke up in the morning going, thinking to herself with her morning coffee going like, I need, I need help. I need someone to help promote, promote me. And, and here we are, we show up that day with our fancy car and our jackets and our, in <laughs> our hats and go, Hey, we're here to do some free promotion for you. She, anyway, <laughs> she, she absolutely loved it. We did some videos for her, some pictures and she was almost in tears. Um, after like, we showed her the video, she was just so happy that we stopped by. So, and, I, and that was super early in the trip. And that's when I, that's when it hit me going, man, this is why we're doing this. This is what it's all about. And that's when I kind of fell in love with the trip. Like even more, it was like, yeah. Anyway, that was one of them. I don't and know. How, on the top of my head, I'm thinking of uh, San Andrews. We met a couple that moved from Vancouver to New Brunswick. Um, and they bought an old bed and breakfast and, he's from England. So they have high teas in the afternoon. So I just think it, like, it's so beautiful to meet people that's new to the area, to our province. And they're like bringing their zest of where they're from, right. To make an experience. So, and you know, she was like, and, and it went so quickly because they were not even looking to move to New Brunswick, but they were looking for that kind of bed and breakfast and all. And then they, heard of St. Andrews and they found the place and, you know, she was super pregnant when they moved and everything. And, and now they're settled and everything is beautiful. And, you know, they were so nice and 
even though they were like super busy because it was like i think we met them at the beginning of august so high in the tourist uh, season and everything and they still took time to oh well wait we have cluttered butter and we have this and that you have to taste and they're like oh my god we're getting like the royal service here <laughs> and we were unannounced and you know so people are so nice so i'm thinking about them yeah um, I mean, there's so many more, of course, because we met so many people. Um, I'm even thinking of, um, I can't remember his name, but he's giving tours in Thai Head. And we got like the most beautiful boat ride uh, from Thai Head to Talusi. And, uh, you know, I love it. Yeah, yeah people are was, so nice when you open. There was Barry, but I think we talked about Barry in our last conversation, I feel like. Uh, from the Tobit First Nation, he was incredible. Like we could have, we could have stayed a week there just to listen to him. Oh talk. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And it sounds like just from the people you mentioned, there's there's a range of you know people who've been in business for for decades here. There are the newcomers from BC. Uh, Milan's. It sounds like you've met a real range, and of course, and we did chat about Barry in the last podcast for sure. Um, uh, just the people that have been here for a long time or just arrived here recently and are operating businesses with, uh, you know, as much optimism as they can in a tough time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of them, it's been like the best year ever. And then on the other part, some really needed us to go there. And some of them were not even open yet, right? So they were like, oh, we're only opening like in two weeks. Well, yeah, go, let's go. We'll do promo for you. Then people will know that you're going to be open in two weeks. So, yeah, we met all kind of range of businesses and people. Super cool. And, and super cool things. Um, there's like this paving company in saint uh, I almost fell off the chair when we're talking to the guy, not because it was the chair was just a, it was a bad chair and Milan almost lost it laughing because we're in front of this very serious guy and I tilted back and then the chair almost went, my two feet went up in the air. Wait, I just want to say that I've never laughed so hard in my life because of, because of Jason, I had like the best partner through this whole trip. I've laughed my life on this trip and I was, it, it was not captured on camera because we only had, you know, me and, and Jason with our phones. But if a third... It's probably a good thing that nobody else would <laughs> Probably, but I mean, I've never laughed this hard. So, Jason, yeah, thank they, you so much. I don't even know how they picked both of us, but I don't think they could have matched us any better. I don't... We've never... There was not one argument, not one fight, not one, like, disagreement. It was like we were... It was just the best partners, and it was... Uh, it was I was meant to be... And it, yeah, and I, we've laughed to tears many times, many times. And so many, so many times. I mean, you, you can get through a lot with a sense of humor and an appetite for adventure. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. All right. Now, I, I think I know the answer to this because of I, your optimistic natures and, and your sense of humor. But um, are you how do you feel? I mean, you're we're coming out of I mean, I keep saying we're coming out of we're we're obviously in the midst of still dealing with a very difficult pandemic. We always think we see the finish line and then it seems to move a little bit further away. Um, and for the small business people in the province, there's a lot of anxiety around that. Right. Uh, there's resilience as well. And you guys have seen the resilience every day for the last three months. 
Um, but how, how do you feel after all the conversations you've had over the last three months and the businesses that you visited and the communities you visited? Or do you feel optimistic going forward? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because we went, we started the trip with masks and then we went without masks and then we went back with masks and then restrictions and, and uh, passports. And so every business has been super accommodating and everyone followed the rules and we had, we never saw anyone, uh, any customers ever complain about rules. Um, businesses are, are super optimistic. The ones that have obviously been around for 40, 50, hundred years, they're like, eh, it's no big deal. And, and even the small business, I, we went to businesses that weren't even open yet. And I mean, they're opening right in the middle of this, this crazy pandemic and they're super optimistic and they're, 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 they're building something amazing in the, in their city. Um, so I, New Brunswick is resilient and the people in it are amazing. And uh, I know we're going to get through this. And a lot of businesses re reinvented themselves also. Like, you know, if you were like waiting to go online because you didn't know how to do it or, you know, and now they come, oh, okay, well, let's do, uh, you know, the, the online page and sell online. And then it's like booming. So a lot of them, it was like, beneficial if you put in the work and if you see it happening and then you get the good sources and everything so it was kind of i mean and and not all businesses were like super happy about about covid of course but mostly i would say people did get like okay we have to do something if you, we want to survive so let's put a plan in action and let's do it And a lot of them are not coming back, right? So yes, you do have the retail store and everything, but if you have like that online thing, you ship world wild, world wild, wild, right. <laughs> world wild as well, worldwide, worldwide. <laughs> that was a fun part about this trip too was the English and French uh, tutoring that we gave each other. <laughs> I helped with English, and then Milan would make fun of my French. <laughs> 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 But we learned a lot. It was like a French and an English course at the same time. <laughs> a true cultural experience. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting though, Milan, what you say, because I'm obviously, we think of, uh, you know, we think of, we talked about the shipping potatoes and French fries and we talk about shipping oil. And so in New Brunswick, we tend to think of those big, big sectors in the province that are focused on exports. But There are now all these opportunities. I'm sure you talk to a lot of people along the way to with some of these smaller businesses to take advantage of a new digital world, to be thinking about the borders beyond New Brunswick, right? Oh, yeah, big yeah, time. I'm trying to remember that makeup place we went to in that small town. Do you remember the name of the... The, the up, up... Up front. Up front? Up front. Makeup? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have to look it up. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Upfront Cosmetics. Cosmetics, yeah. So this is a very, it's in a small little building. There's four people working. And this girl, I think she won some awards, but she was featured in like Vanity Fair magazine and another magazine that I can't remember right now. But she blew up. She blew up and she's in a small town in New Brunswick. And she's, like I said, there's four employees and they're making soap and they're making all this stuff right out, right out of this, this little house. Um, and it's incredible. So you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to live in Ontario or Quebec or you don't have to open a business in those, in those big places to, to run everything. And nowadays you can ship stuff from, doesn't matter anywhere in the world uh, from New Brunswick. 
and I think we probably talked about Sabian cymbals was another one uh, for musicians. If you if you know if you know drums, Sabian cymbals is huge. Every drummer anywhere uses those cymbals, and they're all made right here in New Brunswick and shipped across the world. So that was the kind of cool thing to see and to kind of learn. And say, hey, like you don't have to be in Ontario, you don't have to be in Quebec mm-hmm. uh, to, to be a, a large company. And I think it's it's to be aware also to buy local, right? So even like the honey from your town like yeah it's it's gonna be like a dollar more but i mean it's such a big impact right so it's just to focus 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 (laughs) it's to focus on on local things mark you're laughing at me no, I'm not. <laughs> the english tutorials that i would do <laughs> see i haven't seen jason in two weeks i'm lacking <laughs> i i i i'm probably i'm probably my reaction is i'm I'm just probably uh, like every listener thinking i wish i was on the road with these guys and laughing right there <laughs> i don't laugh enough <laughs> Oh man, we laughed. Oh, we laughed so hard and so many times. That just reminded me of Focatours. <laughs> well, of course. Focatours. San Louis. San Louis. This guy does Saint-Louis. seal tours. Um, and obviously the French word for seal is, is not appropriate <laughs> in, in English. Um, so anyway, meeting this guy, we, we had some laughs. He's an incredible guy and he does these amazing tours, but Hearing that word over and over in French was was made us giggle quite a bit, or made me giggle anyway. <laughs> now we, we don't we're, we're because we're on a podcast we uh, we don't have to follow CRTC guidelines, so you can say the word. <laughs> in French, it makes sense. In French, we're okay with that. So it's a word for a seal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell my kids that because they're in French immersion now. They're going to love that. Of course. They're going to hear that word many times a week if they listen to this podcast. So this guy's telling us just referring to a seal, Dad. <laughs> this guy's telling us on a tour that on his tour you can see up to 500 fucks, <laughs> and they were just I'm just losing in the background. Um, anyway, it was like I said, lots of laughs. <laughs> Well, I, I can't uh, leave this conversation without asking you if one of you managed to take the EV home, the <laughs> Audi home. <laughs> I was the last one driving it. Uh, I brought it back to Henson Sign because they were the one who put the wrap on it. So we did see the car without the wrap on it. It was crazy. <laughs> it looked like the same car at all. Um, but I know that the Brainworks has some plans with the car, maybe, so it's still pending. But um, so you may get to drive that car again. I hope so. Yeah, I miss it. I do miss it. Now, so are you going to now save your pennies to buy an EV? I I do miss the EV car. I do. I I'm I mean I didn't have to put gas in my car yet because it was a full tank when I arrived. <laughs> and I you see the price. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm scared of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the weird thing about the trip. We didn't. We, we, obviously, we never paid for gas once, and that's that would have been a huge expense, right? Like the amount of money we would have spent on gas. We did seventeen thousand kilometers. Yeah, I don't know how many gas tanks that is, but oof. And we paid a fraction of that using the uh, NV power uh, charging stations. Yeah. Which were in enough places where that you didn't, you didn't feel like you were ever 
at risk of breaking down on the side of the road with no charge. Exactly. Like Milan says, we've been to Graminan Island and all the way to Misku. We've done them all and uh, never, never an issue. Like there was this one time, but even though it wasn't like even close when we were, when we did arrive to destination, we still like, like have like 50 kilometers on it. So it just happened one time in 104 days. It was just like a Google map misspell something, but that that's it. I mean that, and I mean, if you got an EV, you're going to plug it at home. There's no problem. I mean, our way was really on a road trip, so we never had to, we never had the chance to plug it overnight. But I mean, we saw so many more plugs also, like at the, in Edmondston, when we we're, were staying, uh, there was a plug that we can plug overnight there and in Fragton also. So yeah, it's, it's not a problem. A Navy car in New Brunswick. No problem at all. We've proven that we can do we can do the biggest road trip in New Brunswick with an EV car, and everything went awesome. <laughs> and there's only going to be more stations. Somebody made a good point on the trip, saying like, think back to the 1960s in, in Moncton, there was five gas stations. Mm. Now there's what like 150, 200 gas stations. So the same evolution is going to happen with the charging stations, where there'll be instead of gas stations, you'll have EV stations. So it's it's all it's all gonna it's all gonna work out. Yes. Well, uh, uh, I'm not going to say goodbye because I know that we are going to get a chance to talk again. I'm optimistic about that. Um, but any any parting thoughts before we break? Milan? I don't know. I, I don't want it to end. I want to. I... <laughs> well, anyway, okay. It was one of the most beautiful things in my life. Like this trip was like I was already in love with my province but seeing it like this just made me want to promote it more and then you know like buy local like even more than I'm doing right now and open up to people and talk to people from my province to know more about their region and you know to get that whole like community feel everywhere we go you know we're all from the same province if it, you know you're French you're English you're you're from anywhere just open up and talk to the people and they're gonna open up and say what there's to see around their places am I saying that right <laughs> I'm waiting for Jason approval <laughs> of my English. <laughs> he he made a thumbs up, so I'm good. <laughs> so it's a really it's a it's an eye opener for me. Like I uh, I've been on the road, I've seen it almost I most everything, but I want to get on the road again and just like continue promoting and buying and exchanging and. Uh, I, I can't add any too much more than what Milan said. It's, I feel the exact same. It, when I started this, I said this was my dream job and it turned into a dream for sure. It's one of those trips that I will never forget. I will never forget um, from the people, the places, the laughs, the burgers. The <laughs> poutine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the time. Um, the beaches, the, just just everything uh, that, we, that we took in. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. It's uh, It was incredible. Well, it was a real pleasure for me to be able to do these monthly check-ins. Uh, and I, I just live vicariously through your experiences. So I really appreciate that. And I know people listening have had the same experience. So thank you for that. I, and again, I won't, I won't say uh, goodbye. I'll, I will say just un, until next time. Until next time, Mark. <laughs>
Was a pleasure, Mark. Can't wait to talk to you again. You've been listening to a special episode of Huddle Home Office. Thanks, Jason and Milan, for the great chat. Mark Legere and Tyler McLean produced this episode. And if you'd like to listen to past episodes featuring Jason and Milan's travels around the province, search for Huddle Home Office on podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify.